Hello and welcome to the Three Keys with Diakri. Today we have Rebecca. Rebecca, tell us about yourself. Hey, well, I'm Rebecca Holst and I like to travel the world and make everyone's lives a little bit better and more joyous along the way. That's awesome. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So it's it's combined of a few different things, but one of my favorite things to, to do is to actually facilitate classes based on the tools of Access Consciousness, Joy of Business, and Wealth Creators Anonymous that allows people to create the life, the wealth, and the business that they've always thought should be possible but haven't been able to get there yet. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like traveling, and I will be really, really interested in what you have to say there. Well, how, what, how does that work? How did you get into this? So um, when, I, when I was growing up, my parents were doing a lot of personal development. And one of the things that um, they, they always taught me was to create the, the life of my dreams, create the life that I really wanted to have. And so at the time, what I really wanted was to be a professional dancer and to travel the world. That one's still stuck and um, to meet the love of my life. And so I ended up doing that. I thought that, that, you know, three big things, that should take until like 30, right? So I, um, I took my targets and I went for it and I ended up making all three of them before I was 20. And I went, wow. well, if I did that before 20, uh, what the hell am I supposed to do kind of thing? And <laughs> the universe right. went, boy, do we have something for you. Welcome yeah. to the world, Rebecca. Um, and through something in my lap called Access Consciousness, which is the most um, interesting, fast, and irreverent tools for personal development that I have ever used. And the more I used these tools and the more I started you know, developing my own consciousness, uh, the more I started creating a life that was far beyond the dreams that I could imagine my, for myself, which I had already created, and it ended up on a journey that was much greater and exploring more of the capacities that I had that I didn't actually know were, were in me. Wow, that's awesome. So where are you right now and where have you been? So you do like <laughs> travel. So let's, let's hear more about that. I'm actually in a very rare place in the world right now. I'm in my home in Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, I do spend most of the time on the road now um, with Access Consciousness, Joy of Business, and Wealth Creators Anonymous. And so it's been a pleasure at the time of this recording to actually be at my own home and developing the projects that are here. But later this week, I head off for China and Osaka. And further in the year, I will be in the northern part of Italy, in Melbourne, in Tokyo, um, Paris, uh, Langkawi, which is an island off the coast of Malaysia. I will also be in Costa Rica. And that's just up until May. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. The tools of access consciousness are actually in 176 countries right now. And so I'm thrilled to be traveling to so many of those different countries around the world. It's, it's an honor and it's yeah. a true joy. That's awesome. I wish I had your life, to be honest. <laughs> well, you can create your own version. That's right. That's right. I'll have to talk to you and see how we can do that. <laughs> so tell me more about... What are the three things that have made you come this far? 
So I would say when the first thing would actually be asking a question. So the, as, you, as the, I told in the start of the story, while it wasn't a necessarily a very imaginative question, it was still a question. And that was, what do I do now kind of thing? And do you notice that that's not a question that you can attach an answer to? It's not a question and answer kind of question. It's an open-ended question that leaves room for possibilities to show up. So learning how to ask questions that can allow for you to create a different perspective, allowing for something for something different to show up than what you can think of is one of the key areas to start in creating, a, creating anything, actually, that goes beyond your expectation. Uh, the next thing I would say is to follow the energy. So, you know, when you notice, when you ask a question, all these different things end up coming your way. But which one do you choose? You choose the one that has the lightest energy. And you don't have to be a huge spiritualist in order to be able to recognize energy. It's the feeling of, you know, when you think about someone for a second and then you pick up your phone or you look on Facebook and they've messaged you. You have that awareness. That's, that is energetic awareness. And so with, with this, when you have all these different choices available, which one feels the best? Which one's the lightest? Which one is the most interesting to you? That's where you start to follow the energy, by making choices based on what has the lightest energy. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to give three, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, the third one then I'd say is choice. This is actually, um, we're part of a group together. And I have been looking at this in this particular group for a while because everyone wants to find that one thing. You know, there's that secret one thing that all of the successful people do that no one else knows how to do because they're not talking about it. But that's not true. Hmm. Success is based on taking multiple different choices, making choice after choice after choice after choice, almost to the point that it doesn't matter if you made a right or wrong choice, what matters is that you actually chose and you moved forward and you stepped into it and you took action. So for me, keep making choices is probably the third part of my success because it always keeps you moving forward. And, you know, choice creates awareness. That's right. As Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness says, because, you know, you get in there, you made this choice. Oh, okay. This wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah not a worry you have more awareness now you have more information and from there you can make a different choice wow that is some serious value bombs you just dropped on us there (laughs) and let's just dig a little bit deeper into your three keys there what kind of questions you said first one was the questions what kind of questions should people be asking let's say they're starting out sure so I would ask you, ask, start asking yourself, you know, what would you like your life and business to be like? Mm. If, you know, if there'd never been a business created on the planet before, if there'd never been a life created on the planet before, what is it you, that you would fill your life and your business with? Do you want regularity? Do you want to be able to wake up at any time? Do you want to be going to a specific place? To work? Do you want to be doing it just whenever you pick up your phone or you open your laptop? Like, what is it that works for you? Because truly, like, we live in, the, in a very luxurious age where you can create a career out of anything. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, whether you like working online or computer or you really can't stand it and you would much prefer to meet face to face, you can create your business and your life 
any way that you like to in this age. So really what that means is to stop buying what people expect and what is considered to be a good life, what is considered to be something that is great, what is considered to be successful, and look at what that actually means for you. If you fired everything from your life today and everything from your business, including yourself, what would you hire back? Mm. And so these are just some of the, con the conversations and the questions that you can start to ask yourself. But what truly, what would you like, like your business and life to be like? And notice I'm not saying look like, you know, it doesn't look like $100,000 a year. It doesn't look like, you know, ha working only four hours a day. It's more like, what's the energy? What's the, what's the feeling? And what, what do you want to be mm. in your own life and business? And then once you've actually started to create your own life and business, you can start to ask questions more like, what else is possible I haven't considered before? Because then you're getting out of your head. Because I notice whenever you start to get into your head and you're thinking, you're not really thinking new thoughts. You're mm. not really thinking anything very groundbreaking and exciting. Yeah. You're just worrying. Yeah. You're just limiting yourself. Yeah. So instead, yeah. when you start to ask a question, your brain switches off and that creative part of you comes out and the universe then, of course, then gets to contribute to you as well, believe mm. it or not. Mm. There's things in your life that happen that are not because of you. They are there because you have asked for it. And so if you're willing to engage with that part of the world that is actually willing to contribute to you, you can, you can have things come up out of nowhere that you never would have thought of. That's awesome. That is some serious, serious questions we should be asking ourselves, especially when starting out. Yes, right? but they're not serious. They're fun. They're easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's really good. That's something that people really never think about. It's like, what do I want my business to be instead of yeah. to look like? That's, wow. That's an eye well, we, get, we live in a world where everything can either can be about image too. Mm -hmm. Like we have social media, we have, you know, Photoshop, we live in a world that's very retouched to the public eye. Mm -hmm. And so this can, this can create um, a, a really negative effect if you're comparing yourself and your life to it, because a life, a creation, a business can never be perfect. It can never live up to that image that's projected. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to ask a different question, then you have, you get out of the place where you have to prove that what you're doing is successful. You get out of the place where you're looking for the perfect image and you start to look at it, what would actually be enjoyable? Because if you're not enjoying what you're doing, why are you doing it? It's the true. purpose of life yeah. is to have fun. Yeah. So if you're not having any fun in what you're doing, you may want to have a look at this and see what is it? If I wasn't proving anything, if I didn't have to live up to any expectation, what would I really be doing here? Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Let's move on to the next one. Energy. Tell energy. me more about that. Sure. You are energy. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But this, is, yeah. this is something that you have. It's more of a muscle that you have to practice. Mm -hmm. You know, so one of the things that we talk about in access consciousness is light and heavy. So the idea that anything that gives you a sense of lightness is true for you. And anything that has a sense of heaviness is a lie for you. And that may not be true or, or, or a lie for anyone else in the universe, but it's what's true for you. Because if you, as you might have noticed in your life as you walk around, people have lots of different opinions. And for a lot of them, 
they're not right or they're not wrong. It's just what's true for them. So this is something that you need to start developing for yourself. If you don't want to be swayed by public opinion and what is going on in the world around you, if you want to have a place where you can always come back to you and know what's right for you, then practicing of looking at, all right, I have these choices here. Which one's light for me? And this can show up, in, and I know this is a very intangible tool. It's not something that's very like, here's step one, here's step yeah. two, here's step yeah. three. Yeah. But truly, you know how to do this. I promise you know how to do this because it's an innate part of you that you can truly just have the sense. And it's different for every single person. Honestly, it's weird. But when I first started out with this tool, the place where I could feel if things were light or not was in my nose. So if my nose felt a little bit weird and stuffy, I knew that that was something heavy for me. Mm. If it started to feel a little bit lighter, I could breathe easier, then it started to feel lighter for me. Other people, it's been their chest or shoulders. You can use your body to help you with this. But now it's gotten to a place where I can energetically be aware if the world around me feels lighter or if the world around me feels heavier by a choice I'm making. Mm. So just a quick question there. When things feel lighter, Mm-hmm. Does that mean they're easier or harder for me? So Not necessarily. <laughs> Just because something has yeah. a sense of lightness to it doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be harder or easier. Because, I mean, if you look at the, the things that have been created in the world that are mm-hmm. true, true greatness, basically, that hasn't necessarily been easy, but it has created more in the world. So mm-hmm. if you get yourself out of the idea of thinking of making the easy choice or the hard choice, but if you instead, if you look at the choice that will create the most lightness or the most heaviness, then you will start to, you know, get out of the comparison about, A, what you think you can and can't do, mm-hmm. because you're always capable of more than you think you are. Yeah. And then you will start to look at create, choosing the choices that will contribute to your life, because, you know... It's like when you've gone out with someone and you've had a good night and you know that you shouldn't sleep with them, but mm. you do it anyway. And you wake up in the morning and you're like, God, that was a bad choice. You knew, <laughs> you knew before you got in that bed yeah. or wherever you were, that yeah. that was not your best choice. You knew that had that sense of contraction and not that sense of lightness. Mm. But, you know, it takes practice and it takes, you know, having your own back. Yeah. It takes that commitment to having your own back to choose those choices of lightness here. You have to be willing to go, hey, no matter what, I've got my back. I'm going to choose what works for me. Wow. So wow. It's not necessarily easy, yeah. but you can create a life of ease. Wow. That's amazing. Just to recap there, ask lots of questions and then find what's light and not heavy for you and do that. And then the last point here is the uh, answers. Was it the answers? The um, making choices. Making choices. So now you have to make choices. Yes. So tell me about that process. So for me, I like to use a very, very, very complicated tool. It's called yes, no. (laughs) That is very complicated. (laughs) Very complicated. You simply go, all right, am I doing this? Yes, no. If you get a yes, you go for it. If you get a no, don't go there. Go, and instead, don't go, all right, that stops the end of the line. Go, all right, so what else can I choose? 
So this is, this is one of the things that we try to shy away from so on, because what if it's not the right choice? What if it's the wrong choice? You know, what, what will happen if you make that choice and try to analyze to the nth degree exactly what is going to show up when you make this choice. But the thing is, you will never know until you actually jump in. Mm. So for me, this is, this is how I get myself out of inaction, how I get myself out of my head, and to actually make sure that I'm continuing to move forward. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that are brilliant at what they do, but what they end up in is this indecision of trying to analyze what they think will happen when they make a choice, rather than going, well, if I think about the choice I've made, I'm going to make, then I won't actually be any different to where I am right now. Instead, if I just jump in and choose it, I will find out. Yeah. Because, you know, even if you make a wrong choice, what's mm -hmm. the worst that's going to happen? You choose again. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if you look, and this is one of the brilliant things that uh, Dr. Dane here once said to me was, you know, millionaires and billionaires and people that have created the greatest success in the world have got there by being willing to make millions of choices. And that creates a completely different perspective about making a choice. Because if you, most of us seem to, seem to want to think that there's this, only this one choice that we need to make that's going to create something, but it's not one choice. It's millions of choices. It's the daily small choices that you make every day that will end up creating the greatness that you're aspiring to. Mm -hmm. So basically just keep on making those choices and eventually you'll get there. Exactly. Hmm. Because it's a way to make, because, you know, when you make a choice, it's not necessarily saying that you have to slave your life away, that you have to throw everything away, that you have to do everything different. It's just you took one action, you made one commitment, you made one step. And now what's next? What else is possible from here? Because when you make a choice, you put yourself in a different position. Yeah. And so if you can imagine it as stepping, stepping stones on a journey kind of thing, yeah. you get here, what's around here, what else is possible, what else mm -hmm. am I aware of at this particular perspective? Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can make another choice. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. So here's another question for you. Let's say there's an entrepreneur out there who really wants to start out, but they don't know where to start. What kind of advice would you give them? I would ask them to start looking at what they love to do and what they're good at. Not, but I see so many entrepreneurs that try to look at where the money is at. But here's the thing. The money follows joy. Joy doesn't follow money. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's so many people that can relate to this. Yeah. Um, in the sense of that, you know, when you had money, did you actually feel more joyful? Or were you just in the same position you were before, but there is more in the bank account? Because it's your perspective that is creating this. It's your point of view that creates your reality. And so if you start to look at what is it that you're good at and what is it that you love to do? Because there's no point doing something that you're good at that you don't actually enjoy doing. I, for example, I can create a pretty mean website, but I don't enjoy the editing process of sitting down with the person and creating what, they're, what they want to see. That's right. So, I put my energy and attention on other things and I'm willing to contribute a great website idea to someone that wants it and someone that I know that will be fun for me. But mm -hmm. the actual creation of a website is something that I do very rarely because I know that even though I'm good at that, it's not actually fun for me. Mm. Follow so the if joy. You start, exactly. Follow yeah. the joy 
And then you don't have to have a good monetizing idea right away. Because here's the thing, the thing that you find most easy and are great at is the thing that you think that everyone else can do. Hmm. You place no value whatsoever on the things that are easy for you. So instead, this is where you need to enlist some help, but you can also enlist some questions. So you can ask questions like, how can I create a revenue stream from this? And, you know, what, and this is a question that I adore and I use on a daily basis to keep Mm -hmm. me moving forward and what I'm creating is what possibilities are available that I have not yet instituted. So to please write this one down, put yes. it on your forehead, put it in your Google calendar for every day. Uh, what possibilities are available that you're not yet instituting? Because it creates a different, a different space where, you, you know, like what else is possible I have not yet considered. It's asking you to look at what you haven't considered. It's also asking you what you haven't yet taken action on. And it's asking for you to look at a different perspective. So you can start to see the things that are available that you couldn't see before. Because around us, there are so many different possibilities and revenue streams and businesses that it would take lifetimes to create. You just have to choose it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for anyone starting out, please look at what you're great at and what you love to do first. Mm-hmm. Because then when you're working, when you're creating a business, it will, it will come from the sense of ease because it comes from what's natural for you rather than from a sense of slog. And, you know, it's so glorified. I feel like the entrepreneur is the new artist sometimes in terms of the, the martyr to their art. And it's now, you know, the entrepreneur that's slaving away to work the hardest to create the greatest marketing campaign to work the hardest. It's like you just created, you know, a, a job for yourself that is less fun than working for someone else. If you're functioning from that perspective, what if instead you could be one of the minority of people that slips around this reality and creates something that's easier for them? Wow. That's great. That is awesome. That's some great value bombs you just dropped on us there. And those are good things for people to think about. And I think you have something free for us. Tell us about your freebie then. I do. So I, because it's the beginning of a new year and everyone, of course, wants to set their resolutions and things like that. And instead, I look at what I'm creating and I go, what is it that I have been creating? And what is it that I desire to create? And so instead, I go through this almost energetic process and it sounds like it takes a long time, but honestly, this recording is 20 minutes. And so it's a little touch into what I use and you can see the creations that I'm working on this year and what I desire to create in this year. And so it's a little 20 minute exercise so that can allow you to start creating the life you want energetically. And there's a little exercise at the end that is a huge part of the tools of access consciousness of creating energetically that should make creating your year so much easier. Wow. That's awesome. I'll have to go through that too and see, see what I can come up with. (laughs) Yeah. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Um, So let's think about this for a second. What kind of advice would you give yourself if you were coming from five years from now, let's say you, you're, you're five years ahead and then you're coming here and what kind of advice would you give yourself? What kind of, what are the three things do you think, would help you at this moment right now? I think um, you can always have more fun. You can always enjoy it more and be more present in what you're doing. 
I think for us people that are very ambitious, we often tend to forget to enjoy it as we're, as we're going through it. So have more fun for sure. Yeah. Um, the second one would be, and I'm always working on this and I'm sure many people can relate is be aware of your finances. Don't ever let yourself be not present with your finances, Mm -hmm. because if you're willing to be aware of exactly where you are, then you can always ask for more and you can always make choices that will contribute to that being greater. Mm. Wow. Um, three, right? This is the, this is the podcast of three. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The third one, which I never get done often enough would be get your bars run. In fact, I can, I can almost feel my future self screaming, like get your bars run, which is an energetic hands on the head process that is the most relaxing thing in the world where you get to lie down and receive for an hour to 90 minutes and get these points touched on your head that will the words make you feel extremely relaxed and the best will change your whole life how does that work is that like meditation or something nope you're you're literally your job is to receive and then your practitioner is simply touching the points in your head lightly it's like a push button system Mm -hmm. and by touching these points it activates in you to almost like the self-clean button, the self-clean feature. Mm. And so you're deleting the, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the judgments, the, the limitations that you have stored to do with these particular areas like money, gratitude, kindness, body, sexuality, health, mm. sadness, joy. And there's, there's 32 of them. So wow. for me, get your bars run. And so if yeah. you're searching for it, it's access the bars mm. is the full name. Mm. that's awesome well thank you so much rebecca for being here and if thank you for having me yeah thanks for coming for sure i had a lot of fun with you here and if anybody's listening uh the show notes will have the link to the freebie from rebecca and you'll be able to go through it and enjoy it now any last words rebecca well, guys, if you have any questions after the show, you definitely listen to it. This is a show designed to put you into question. Yeah. And um, if you enjoyed it, please just ask a question, find out more. I'm happy to answer any questions that anyone has too. So just reach out. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye.